call out um, two of our coaches, but I'll call them out anyway. So <laughs> it's funny because Tony and Dakota, they're um, out in Indiana. They've been with us at Wealthy Investor for a really long time. And uh, the funniest thing was Dakota is like a, a sales guy, really good. And then Tony is a storyteller, dude. Mm. This guy will <clears throat> tell you a million stories and they're funny. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Like, I love them. Um, and so we just always make fun of them because I'm just like, Tony, there's a you know, how are you going to wait? How are you going to waste my time today? Like, tell me the, <laughs> the next dumb story that you have. That, there's like, a solution to it. Okay. So I would say, give him one phrase. Okay. The reason I share that with you is this. If you can answer that question at the end of a story and it's relevant to me and it drives me somewhere, that's where influence happens. And so storytelling is great for relationships. You want yeah. salespeople to have that. It, 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 it brings the guard down. But to your point, if you're dealing at a higher level with somebody that has a lot going on and time is really important to them, you need to trim that story down. You would need sure. to know the context Yeah, as a good storyteller of, dude, I only got five minutes with this guy. Yeah. I better make it count. And the reason I share that story with you is this. That's the bridge from story to influence. Yeah. I was telling um, people that at my last event with WealthCon, you know, I, uh, a lot of these young kids there, they attend and, you know, I walk around at like the events and, you know, we do the, the parties and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I meet a lot of people <clears throat> and to your point, there's a lot of people who don't understand, um, <laughs> the time that they have. Right. So they'll spend 10 minutes talking about themselves and how great it is. Yeah. And then like, I'm just sitting there like, all right, cool. <laughs> Glad you enjoy this time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's because there's no clear outcome of what it is they're trying to do or what's the lack. The number one skill in this world is self-awareness. Yeah, it lacks self-awareness and the reality of knowing who I'm at, how I'm affecting people. And that's the cornerstone of, emo of emotional intelligence, a three part process. But if without self-awareness, you have disconnected leaders, you have disconnected people, you have people that are and it's usually driven by a lot of anxiety. Mm. And so but the the, the lack of self-awareness to me is is one of the most detrimental things in, in leadership and in people in relationships. Yeah. So would you say that, what, what would you say is a common trait among the most self-aware slash, I don't know, confident people? Cause like anxiety would come due to lack of self-confidence or insecurity and all that. Anxiety can be stemmed from a lot of things, but I think the most common piece is the person who's highly self-aware doesn't think they are. And they're a little paranoid about it. So the research shows right now that about 90 to 95% of people think they're self-aware, but only 10 to 15% actually are. Mm. And it's so, I tell people, I said, as an audience yesterday, I said, so of the thousand people in here, that means how many of you think you're self-aware? <laughs> All hands go up. I yeah. said, but guess what? It's only about 150 of you, maybe a hundred. And I said, so look to your left, your right. Maybe it's you, but here's the thing. The only solution to that is I'm scared of the person who says, oh, I'm highly self-aware. The moment you do that, you shut off the potential of maybe there's something else I'm missing, but the curiosity of saying, maybe there's something I'm missing, right? Coming into a conversation, well, let me learn from this, you know, and coming into something saying, well, what else am I missing here? You can always go back to, oh, okay, I got that one, but maybe I was missing it, but maybe I wasn't. Yeah. And so there's that openness that's there. And that's what, um, <laughs> I'm very highly self-aware. No, I, uh, we, we just had a meeting right before this from nine to, you know, nine 45 and it was just going over the goals of what we want to do. And I said, Hey, here's like, I think the KPIs that each yeah. person should hit in order to do this. <clears throat> here's kind of like what a salesperson would need to do. This is how many leads on the marketing side we need. And, you know, so I go through this whole pro forma of this big goal that we've never hit before. Yeah. Right. And so I go, guys, I like, I I've done everything in my power to like 
bulletproof this. I think it makes sense, but tell me what I'm missing. Like I'm opening the floor. Yeah. Point it out Good for you. And, um, you know, like we, there's nobody scared. Like people yeah. are like, Hey Ryan, I think that maybe this is an issue. And then I'll like say, well, you know, here's my response to it. Like I, I thought of that yeah. now, now what do you think based on what I just said? And they're yeah. like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, the fact that you said, what am I missing is what opens the door for more self-awareness. We do an exercise too. Have you seen that gorilla? Uh, like, did you spot the gorilla exercise where they're passing the ball back and forth? No, um, I'll send it to you. So basically what happens is, and I don't like giving it away, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of exercises we could do to show how our, our attention isn't really telling us everything, you know? So like, like I'll give you, you want an example? Yeah. Busy. So, okay. So I'm, I'm going to trick you, but see how well you pay attention. So put your hands in front of you, the thumbs in the air like this, right? And I'll put, point them down. You can do anything I do. Take your right hand above your head or above to the up a little higher and cross them over. And this is the hard part. Interlace your fingers. I want your right thumb out. Yep. Your right thumb out. Perfect. Now point your fingers together like this and tap them. So now if you've followed everything I've done, you've watched me closely, correct? Yeah. You've seen everything I've done. So you should be able to do this next. I can't. Right. And so, <laughs> right. And so our attention feel, right? <laughs> our attention is really, 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 really small. And what happens is, is the disconnected leader thinks that this is a hundred percent of the information. All I had to do was get your eyes to move about two inches this way for just a split second for me to make the move and knowing it, it's predictable and it's happening. I, I have a workshop that I do called engage. Hold on. Hold on. What did you do though? What did you do to trick me? <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> it's a cool party trick, but I'm not interested in the party trick. What I'm interested in, in my, in my course, it's called engage It's nine hours. My first two hours is my case against reality. Got it. And my goal is for you to go out there and go, what the hell else am I missing? And I've got about 20 different things like that, that I do to say, look, I'm tricking you, but it's not about the trick. It's about to get you to say, stop thinking, you know, everything. Yeah. And then do what you said. You're the application. The outcome of that is what you did, which is here's the plan. Here's everything. So now what am I missing? Like, did I do the thumb right? Did, what am I missing? And all of a sudden people go, because now all of a sudden as a group, we see more as a group. If the culture is psychologically safe, that's the key to speak up. And that's where like you get into like the goal and manufacturing and things like that. You typically have a very unsafe culture to speak up. And so the question that should come out of that is what else am I missing? And if I constantly saying, what am I missing? Then I'm constantly curious. I'm asking questions. I'm open to new ideas. And I tell people, I said, look, I go, here, so here, let's go, let's talk about this perception um, and perspective, right? So it's a really, really cool understanding of this. And so uh, lately there's a guy that I follow, Andrew Bussamante is a, uh, I've heard the name. I don't Everyday know what he does. Spy. Okay. He's a CIA spy that came out and he's kind of giving his secrets away. Now I've been studying this for 30 years and it's fun seeing how much the word narrative is really taking off right now. And so as a, they, they asked him on this, this uh, podcast, what's the number one thing that a spy could teach us to be more successful? And he goes, my answer is simple. He goes, we got to debunk the, the idea that perception being reality is enough. Like perception is reality, hmm. but it's only reality to you. Got it. And what advantage do I have if I have, well, my perception is my reality. What if I'm dealing with 20 people? Well, that's perception is their reality, their reality. That's 20 different per perceptions, 20 different realities. And if I'm stuck on my own because I put so much weight on my own perception, I'm at a disadvantage. But if I move away from my per perception and I move into perspective, meaning in another way, what I look at, we've, we've been training this for 30 years, is moving to the other side of the diamond. Meaning if, if I'm looking at a, a facet, a diamond, there's different facets and light enters differently, but the world is like looking through a diamond. 
And how do I look at through, how does a female look at this versus a male? How does a, you're Filipino, is that correct? Yeah. Filipino versus Cuban, or is a white versus man, bald versus not, you know, like tall versus short. How do we all look at it? Cause those are- Hold on, hold on. I'm not short. I'm 5'10". Let's get that clear. <laughs> I I, I'm of short. average height. <laughs> I didn't say you were Cause you're pretty tall. How tall are you? 6'3". Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you compared us both. You said Filipino, Cuban, you uh, know, that was the only bald guy, hair, tall, short. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't referring to you. So I was looking at the different pieces. And, but now if I go, okay, so if I can shift out of my perception, my perspective, my perception, and into looking at other people's perceptions or perspectives, geez, now all of a sudden I have much more data to work with and mm-hmm. I have an advantage. But the reason why that's such an advantage is most people, most will not do that and are incapable of it. Look at the political conversations. I said, yeah. I go, why don't you, if you're a Democrat, go hang out with some Republicans and open your mind. <laughs> and if you're a Republican, go hang out with some Democrats. Open yeah. your mind, see what happens. No, no, no. I'm like, here's the thing. You can always go back to what you believe. Yeah. But what if there was something to help you understand that? It doesn't mean that you have to believe that. Yeah. You can understand it. And mm-hmm. I go, and that's where influence comes into play. 